Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I swore on Monday the 8th of January, that's it. It's all going to change where, you know, new routine is kicking in. <laughs> the new year, new year, new me, all of that kind of stuff. But definitely trying to get food and food prepping and food planning on track. So we're going to make a bigger effort here on Lunchtime Live. We are having our big batch. And with me today in studio is a cookbook author and recipe writer, Sarah Butler. Sarah, good afternoon. How are you? Thanks good. for having me. Listen, thanks for, for coming into us today. Um, you are here to help me and everybody else who wants to join me on this journey. What a word I hate. But I just want to try and get into a better system. You know, like, help me. What yeah. am I doing wrong, Sarah? It's very simple. And I always say the best place to start is at the start of the week, maybe on a Sunday evening. Sit down, look at your week ahead say Tuesday and Thursday are crazy. There's no time to make dinner. So try and make a little time maybe on a Sunday evening or a day that you may have an hour or two to batch cook something. Get your dinners planned. And it's everybody's so busy now. It's so hard to get the time Mm -hmm. to do that. You know, you're rushing in the door. People with kids are running back out again. So just to take a little bit of time to make, for example, a big pot of curry. Have that that evening and then always make extra of whatever you're making, whether it's chicken goujons, homemade chicken goujons, make an extra batch and have them in the freezer freezer. or the fridge and to pull them out. It's it's on a busy day that you don't have time and you have them out in the morning defrosting away and dinner is so much I was brilliant years ago. I was the queen of batch cooking, everything. (laughs) Like there was always soup and then one or two other dishes. But I got sick of it. I just never changed it up. Uh, yeah, this is it. I hear that a lot. Uh, people eat the same dinners all the time. And, you know, you don't have to be military. You don't have to do a batch cook for every day of the week. If you yeah. only do, this week I'm going to make some homemade soup and some brown bread. And then maybe next week, say, I'm going to do a pot of bolognese and yeah. have some frozen. And just ease your way in gently, even when you're putting your shop away. Don't just fire everything into the fridge in the bags because that's going to bring so much food waste. At the end of the week, you don't know what you have. If you put your shop away nice, if you can take a little bit of time to wash your fruit and veg, pop them in the fridge where you can see everything. You've got your few dinners planned out ahead. You've bought your shop based on Mm. that. So, you know, don't go into the shops and just randomly buy stuff. And it's so hard. Well, that's what we're going to do here, though, on Lunchtime Live. You are going to give us... Mm-hmm. recipes yeah. in advance. Yeah. We can put them up on our social media accounts. People mm-hmm. will be able to get them on my own Instagram. Exactly. News Talks Instagram uh, at Lunchtime Live as well. NT on, on X or Twitter. And the idea, I suppose, is to give us a little bit of inspiration. Yeah. And as I said, you know, it can be scary because people think, oh, now I have to, you know, be up uh, all night making things. Just try one recipe this week. Right. Try what are we doing? recipes. I have a gorgeous brown bread and a lovely quiche. This is great. Lunch served and everything. Well, the great thing is, Andrea, you can have this for lunch. You can have it for your dinner the night before if you've left over. It travels well. It's great, hot or cold. So a versatile one. First thing that strikes me is that there's loads of colour on this plate. So tell us what's here. Okay, so I have a quiche. I I call this my my leftover quiche because you're using up what's left over in the fridge. This is great for maybe a, a Thursday, Friday when the fridge is getting a bit bare. You might have two tomatoes, three rashers, yeah. half a pepper. Can you freeze this though? You can freeze quiche for up to three months. Yeah. Freeze homemade quiche. Yeah, right. absolutely. Now I say this, I should tell you, I don't eat eggs. Not an egg woman, <laughs> but weirdly, I love egg-based desserts and mayonnaise and I'd all this. I have to look up a recipe for quiche that doesn't have eggs. <laughs> I didn't even know there was such a thing. I'm but sure go there on. is. I'll still try it though. So a quiche is a great one. It's a bit like an omelette. Um, you can use up what's left in the fridge and it just stretches that extra day and saves you going out to the shops 
and get an extra day out of your fridge. You're using up your leftovers. You can put whatever you want in. What have you in this? I have um, some tomatoes. I have a little leek that I fried off, a little garlic, pepper, cheese, um, some bacon. It contains the cheese. Yeah, it disguises the egg. (laughs) Some herbs as well, lots of flavour in there. Fresh herbs, and I freeze my herbs, and that's another way to have a little bank of flavour. That's another day's work. What you just buy the buy the herbs in the little sachets or the bags and freeze them, chop them up and freeze them, and then you can add that directly into soups and and casseroles, quiches. Do you pre-slice the quiche before you freeze it? Uh, no, I would freeze it, freeze it whole, take it out the night before you want to eat it and leave it in your fridge to defrost overnight. Okay. And then just pop it in your oven. The recipe for the quiche, just mm-hmm. fly through that for us as well. Okay, so I've made my own pastry, but absolutely get yourself some shop bought. And in that pastry, I added a little red pesto and some thyme and rosemary. So it's like a herby crust on it, but you can grab the roll in the supermarket. Yeah. It's perfect. You blind bake it and, and people can think it's a little bit scary with quiche, but once you do it once, it's easy peasy. What so does blind baking mean? Blind baking is where you put your pastry into your quiche tin or your, your, your glass dish or whatever you're going to use and you put it, you want to weigh that down with some baking beans. They're like ceramic oh, beans. Yeah. But if you don't have them, you can use rice or pasta, dry rice or pasta. And the point is to bake it with the weight on so it doesn't rise and then you take the beans and the paper out and just pop it in for five minutes. So that leaves you that lovely crust and then you just pop everything in, all your food. Anything, whatever's going that takes in the fridge. two minutes, you know, yeah. onions, peppers, scallions, um, cheese, broccoli, asparagus, different types of cheese, mix it up. Uh, you can add meat in or not. And then pour in your egg and cream mixture. Or How many can, eggs? Uh, is it three eggs in that one, which are cream? And if you don't want to use the cream, you can use milk. So that's why, that's yes. even even as a non-egg quiche eating person, it actually yeah, tastes yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, you can use milk as well because I know people are conscious, especially this time of year, you know, of the, the heavy fats and all of that. So you can replace the cream with milk and pour that in, bake it for 25 to 30 minutes and you can portion that up. So if you only eat half of it, you can freeze the other half for another Brilliant. day or whatever. Great for lunch. So you have with this the quiche and you have like a mixed salad. What dressing is on that? That just, uh, this is, I I call it my burger dressing. And this is a great one to make up in a jam jar. So it's just mayonnaise with some Dijon mustard, some gherkins chopped nice and fine. And the secret ingredient is some pickle juice. So that's great with a it's gorgeous salad with burgers as a chip dip. Yeah, you see, I would douse a salad. In this. <laughs> this is the problem. Well, you've got a big salad there as well. Yeah, so it's, it's all a happy balance. So it's uh, pickles juice. Where is pickle that juice. from? So a jar of pickles, any jar of pickles, whether it be gherkins yeah. or silver skin onions. Just use the juice out of just it, literally. Just use the juice, yeah. And how much of the juice are you pouring just in? Just about a teaspoon. Teaspoon in with how much in of everything with else? about, there was probably about five tablespoons of uh, mayonnaise, maybe five to one on the mayonnaise to mustard. Look, at, there's no rules. Taste it. You'll get the feeling yeah. yourself. If it's if it's too loose or too thick, add a little bit more, a little. And that's the thing with food. You know, people can panic going, oh, I don't have any tomatoes. That's OK. You yeah. can leave them out, you know. Do you, would you make that up and then keep it just yeah. in a little tub? Pop it in the fridge and great for adding to burgers. And again, that reduces your time as well. Mm. and just gives that lovely flavour to it. It's really good, yeah, I have to say. Lovely. Um, you've brown bread. You're serving brown bread with the quiche. Go on. Yeah. Uh, do you find that unusual? Yeah, really? I would. Well, I don't really eat quiche that often, but I would never think of having really? having bread with it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I would always have. I always try and replace uh, things with, I suppose, brown bread where I can, because you've got the base there, the pastry. So that's your carbs. And I suppose it's a healthier carb with the brown bread as opposed to chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Have, you could have oven baked chips, but the brown bread is another great one. And there's so many different variations. Like this one, I've got lots of seeds in it. And seeds are obviously so 
good for you in, in so many ways. Some people might not like seeds. Some kids won't eat seeds. So just take them out. You can add in treacle, um, brown sugar instead of caster sugar. You can leave the sugar out completely. Buttermilk, regular milk. Um, add in melted butter or replace that with uh, sunflower oil. So once you have the basics, which will be 250 grams of flour, 250 grams of wholemeal flour. Mm-hmm. So self-raising or plain and wholemeal. Yeah. After that, you know, you've got your buttermilk and your egg mix. After that, add in whatever you like, raisins, chopped nuts. So it's like I love ma- the seeds in it. Sorry, I'm yeah, munching away here in the background. Now. I know my kids don't like them because the sunflower seeds, when you cut them in half, are green. So they didn't know what was in this bread, but you can actually get um, milled seeds. So they don't know they're in there. And you can add in oatmeal, um, black seeds, so many different things. So super healthy. So for the batch cooking purpose, you're yes. making that on a Sunday or a Monday? I would make three loaves of that and I'd okay. freeze two because one will last a day in our house. Right. It's gone. And great for after school when mm. the kids come in. You know when the kids are between coming home and dinner time, you, you just need to get them that extra 20 minutes and all you can hear is the fridge opening or the presses open and you can't leave them in the kitchen on their own. Some of that brown bread uh, with a little bit of natural honey and butter on it. Something on it. It just gets them there. So do you typically pre-slice that before you freeze it? You can pre-slice it if you feel that you're not going to use it all. A lot of people that would be on their own or maybe just one or two in the house that wouldn't use the loaf. Just pre-slice it or half it. Really good. Yeah. And if to frost again, just take that out the night before, wrap it in a towel and it's perfect. Simple as that. Yeah, some of that brown bread now with your homemade dressing. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely fabulous. And great for a sandwich as well with some cheese and tomatoes. Listener wondering, Sarah, about um, more information on freezing your fresh herbs. Yes, this is a game changer. There's so much you can freeze, including wine, peppers, so many different things. You can freeze everything, cheese. So with the fresh herbs, the woodier herbs like thyme and rosemary um, that have that tougher leaf, I will just freeze them as they are in the bag. And then once they're frozen, just ruffle them up and chop them. The leaves will actually fall off the stalks, the woodier stalks, yeah. uh, and just chop them up. And you have them there in, in the, the freezer, in a Ziploc bag. And then for the softer leaves, like your parsley, your coriander, your basil, just chop them up and freeze them as they are. And you add them. Obviously, they're not going to garnish a dish, so you, you're not going to be able to sprinkle them over a salad. To make no, but they'll still... But you add them to soups and sauces. I freeze coriander, uh, basil. Spinach is another one. I know it's not a herb, uh, but again, great. Spinach in a quiche in so many different tomato sauces. You sauce. just take it out and throw it in. And it's there. You know, yeah. when you have maybe uh, half a pepper left, just slice it up and freeze it. Uh, another one that's great when you're making soups for batch cooking is I always find I have lots of celery left. Okay. I'll use two stalks of celery and there's lots left. So I'll just rarely use it celery in soup, my book. I know, yeah. You see, this is what I need. I need inspiration, and, Sarah. And the thing is, then you can use that celery, celery for a bolognese, add a handful in from frozen. I spend my time with my head in the freezer. I'm pulling out. Really? It's like a magic. See, chips. it sounds like you pretty much freeze everything. I do. Then. You can freeze everything. You can freeze cheese. Uh, the wine was another one, as I said. The white wine is a game changer. Go on. Just add in. Because it freezes slushy, my white wine, um, I'll add that to, even if you're pan frying a chicken breast with some garlic and some herbs, spoon or two of that frozen white wine yeah. and spoon that over. Game changer on the flavour. Now you're only freezing it for cooking purposes. Yeah, though. that's why yeah. I freeze it. <laughs> Listener wondering, can I freeze fish after it's been cooked? I'm not a huge fish eater, so I suppose you'd maybe need to check that one out. Yeah, now, the main I'd be thing wary with, about with, that. I'm like. always very nervous about meat. Um, and the main tip when you're freezing something is that you can only reheat that one time after you've defrosted it. So, for example, if you've made that dish with, with fish or chicken or beef, you freeze it. You can only reheat that one more time. 
that's the top tip with freezing because okay. otherwise you can. There's only one use in it basically. Well, you make the yeah. initial, your initial dish and then you freeze it. You can only Once it's it. out. So a little way around that is if you have a big bolognese and you've got it frozen, don't freeze it in one big pot or one big dish. Mm. Freeze it in portions. And the little Ziploc bags. Exactly. Yeah, right? The little glass containers. Because you may only take four portions out of that and reheat it and the rest is waste. Okay. Whereas if you freeze it in a portion sizes, you know, you might be eating it now, somebody else might be eating in five hours time. You don't want to let it go cold and you can't reheat it. So that's where portion freezing is really handy. You are going to be with us every Monday yeah. for the next while yeah. um, to try and inspire us, to inspire me anyway, to just, <laughs> you know, move beyond the, the couple well, of things that I cook every week. So little small changes. Yeah. So the, yeah. Um, the f- we're going to have our hashtag actually is LL Big Batch for mm-hmm. Lunchtime Live's Big Batch. You'll get all of the recipes there. I should say um, they are up on our Lunchtime Live Twitter account or X as well and the News Talk Instagram you are going to be back next Monday afternoon mm-hmm. with loads more inspiration with more and I'll, I'll yeah. have actually these two recipes recipe demoed in video format on oh, my Instagram page Sarah Butler at Home Official this afternoon so brilliant. if anybody wants to check them out do tag me in them we'll Perfect. share them uh, I'm going to enjoy the rest of that Great. after the show today Sarah Butler thanks a million for thanks joining so us much. today on the programme Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.